Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 194 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more about you and your word. Help us hear the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching us in Matthew chapter 16. He has had a bit of a dispute with the Pharisees, and then he told his disciples to be careful about the leaven of the Pharisees. His reference to leaven is from the Old Testament. When the Israelites were led out of captivity from Egypt, they didn't have time to make bread that would rise for their journey, so they made flat cakes and brought them with them. During the celebration directly after the day of Passover, the Israelites put all the leaven out of their homes to remember what God had done for them in delivering them from captivity. Leaven was also representative of sin. Jesus warned the disciples about the sins of the Pharisees and their wrongful teaching. However, the disciples didn't understand what Jesus was talking about. We read about their discussion regarding not having enough bread with them. In fact, they were sure this is what he was talking about. However, Jesus reproved them for their lack of trust in him as they had participated in the feeding of thousands with very little bread and just a few fish. It sort of warms my heart that the men who were closest to him, who were with him day in and day out, weren't perfect in their faith and understanding, just as we are not perfect. We see the humanness in them, and somehow it makes it okay to be human ourselves. God is gracious. He loves us past our imperfections. He will never leave us, and he will continue to teach us until the day we meet him in heaven. Well, let's see what's happening in Acts chapter 23. Yesterday, we read that Paul addressed the assembly and talked to them about his experience on the road to Damascus. Today, we read that the high priest ordered the guards to strike him. Paul quickly diverted this action by bringing contention between the Pharisees and Sadducees. They became angry with one another instead of at Paul, so angry that he had to be removed from the assembly just to keep safe. I love verse 11, which says, The Lord stood beside Paul and said, Take courage, Paul, for as you have borne faithful witness concerning me at Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness at Rome. He was comforted by God. He was also given instructions for what was going to happen next. God shows us his love as we read about his care for Paul. Next, there is a conspiracy afoot. The Jews made plans to kill Paul as he was being transported for a hearing with the chief priests. Everyone agreed, even the chief priests. However, their plot was discovered, and arrangements were made so that Paul had safe passage to Felix, a governor in Caesarea. Let's see what's happening in Second Chronicles chapter 27. Yesterday, we read about King Uzziah and his pride becoming a problem when he went into the house of God to burn incense, an act reserved only for the priests. He spent years living by himself because the Lord immediately smote him with leprosy. In this chapter, we read that his son Jotham started his rule when he was 25 years old and ruled for 16 years. He did well for God, and God was with him in war. Verse 6 says, So Jotham grew mighty, for he ordered his ways in the sight of the Lord his God. And that's about all we read about him here. Ahaz ruled when he died. In chapter 28, we read that Ahaz was 20 years old, and he also ruled for 16 years. However, he served the Baals and burned his sons as offerings. God did not bless his kingdom at all. Syria took many of his people captive. The king of Israel came against him and killed many as well, and took 200,000 captives. And then we read about another 120,000 men in one day, all courageous men because they had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. Yes, the Lord was against Ahaz. 
Next, a prophet went to the Israelites and told them to return the captives because God's wrath was against them. Even though God's wrath was against Judah, it was also against Israel for all the men of Judah that they had killed. The people were convinced and treated the captives with respect as they fed them, clothed them, and returned them home. Meanwhile, Ahaz was doing even more egregious acts against God, which lasted until he died. His son Hezekiah took over as ruler when he passed. Let's see what we can learn in Psalm 13. Well, David is forlorn, to say the least. He writes about the cares and sorrows in his heart. He asks God to lighten the eyes of his faith. He seems to have lost his one-on-one -on -one connection with God for a moment as he sits in darkness. Even so, he still writes about rejoicing in God's salvation. Verse 6 says, I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Even in his sadness, burdens, and pain, he rejoices in God. He rejoices in salvation from God. May we find a way for our hearts to rejoice in God, no matter what our circumstances are. We can pray for this, and God will answer our prayers. Let us pray. Father, thank you for showing us your faithfulness to us as we read your word. Thank you for showing us your compassion and love for your people. Help us receive your love in all its fullness. Help us not push you away, but draw us closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.